Hi sexies, welcome to the Sex Talk Podcast by myself, Tando Lamini, and welcome to episode 2. Today we're going to be speaking about STD testing, the whole enchilada, how I went testing, where I went, how it was, the thought process behind it. We're going to also look at centers in Pretoria and South Africa, a little bit about prices, a little bit about Hatfield specifically. I'm going to tell you a little story about how my mom found out my STD results, how she found out I was sexually active, and how I feel her reception of all of this was for me. You can check out an article on my website, www.tandotlamini.weebly.com, The Sex Talk, where you will find a little article on some of the places that I've mentioned today and some resources that you might need. You can find me on Instagram at the sex talk podcast underscore or on my personal Instagram, Tandle D with three E's. Also on Twitter with the same username, Tandle D or at the sex talk podcast underscore underscore. So let's get right into it. So I recently went STD testing uh, in January and I've done the HIV at home test. I've done the HIV at hospital test, but I've never done like sexual transmitted diseases. And I was just like, you know what, let me just go do it because I feel like I am in a relationship that allows me to be freely open about how important sexual health is, even though we do use condoms and protect ourselves but it's just like you know these things rip but even though we trust each other you, there's always that thing where i'm just like i want to check and at the same time um you get uh, a not genitalia uh, herpes you can get herpes on your mouth so i was just like nah i'm gonna go test and i went and it it was an experience you know my first time doing this type of testing and I went to the hospital nearest to where I stay on the south coast. And so I obviously thought since I went and got a contraceptive at the women's clinic, I'd get testing at a women's clinic because these are women issues, you know. I'm not saying that it doesn't, it, it does affect men, but like most of the time we are the ones who do the most testing, who want to go for the most most testing. So I felt like it was just... Hmm, weird. Because I even spoke to a few people who worked at the hospital who were just like, they also expected it to be at the women's clinic, but it wasn't. But at the same time, it's understandable because it's not only one sex going. I'm going to say sex instead of gender. So I went and I ended up being sent to the hospital clinic. And so I went there, sat down, stood in line, got a file, got my family planning card, filled in all the details, and then we started. So they explained the whole process to you, how to do it. Um, you pee in a cup. Pee in a cup, and then they show you the strip. It's a test strip with like 10 different color codes that tell you exactly what's in your, your urine. And so they say that if it stays normal, then you're fine. But if it, any of those 10 things change colors, then there could be an infection or there could be something in your blood 
or in your body and in, in your urine that they just need to check because like at the same time if you have high blood pressure your glucose will be up so it could be that and not uh an infection so the lady explained everything to me and and i was afraid that you, you it was a black uh, healthcare worker i was afraid that there's gonna be that look of mm, you have sex you come in your test and you're young, you know, as if I'm not doing it to protect myself. So I came in with that. She's going to be like that. But I was also just like, you know what? We live in the 21st century. I am always open about sex, so I shouldn't really be nervous. I was shitting myself. I was nervous. And so we started talking and she just like, no, just come in closer. Like, I know I'm talking to you about this, but I don't want everybody to hear what I'm saying. So she told me how everything goes and then... She told me about the strip test, about peeing in a cup, and about what happens afterwards. So then I did it, peed in the cup, got my strip back, and um, so at the that time, I was about to start my period, period, so there was some blood in my urine, so they thought that I had an infection, but nah, it was just my period, luckily. Uh, so then I, went, I did the HIV testing as well, spoke to the counsellor, and she was a fun lady. She was just like, I know a lot of these couples that come in, and the man is just like, no, he doesn't want to test because if she's clean, he's clean. And he, she, they even asked me, like, the whole time, like, where's your partner? I was just like, he's not here. Um, They are live in another province, so it's not like they can come test with me. But at the same time, I told them that I do trust him to test. Um, and I do trust him to test all the time whenever we do go testing. And so she told me like three different stories about all the women who go test and the men who don't want to. And the funniest, I'm not going to say funny because at this, it, it, it affects a lot of people. But she was just like the scenario of a man who has a committed partner but is sleeping with two other people and I thought it was very educational because I actually never thought about it the way she said it she was just like if the man is sleeping with his wife and then he goes and sleeps with another woman and then goes and sleeps with another woman and gets an STD from any of like say one of these women woman B and then woman B goes and tests and test positive whatever STD this is and then gets her medication and her injection and she gets better and then comes back tells the man and the man doesn't go get his injection or medication and doesn't taste and still has the thing if he comes back and they have sex she's still gonna get it and at the same time he's already spread it to the other woman and his partner so i was just like shit you if you have a positive result on an STD, you actually have to tell the other person for them to go test, get their meds, just, you know, reduce the load in the blood. And I was just like, shit, I've researched this. I've never thought about it in that way that if I'm clean and the person I'm with that I've told doesn't also drink the meds and stuff, they can still give it to me because it's in their system, right? And... I, rem I remember learning in high school, like, the more it goes untreated and un untreated, the more it can mess up you internally. You know, you can get uh, cancers, you can get illnesses, you can get infections 
inside other organs because everything in your body travels around. So, of course, it's going to latch onto something somewhere else. I was just like, this is so educational. Like, we're not taught this. And so we carried on. I went to the, finished with the counseling for STDs, HIV test, counseling for HIV. Went into the, uh, inside the doctors, another station and spoke to the person there. I got, uh, azithromycin for a kidney infection. And then I got some ibuprofen. Took those, finished them. And now I'm here. I'm free. I am good and i'm gonna try and give you guys some more information of how i did it how everything went and where else you guys can get it so i've been researching places that you can test for yourself you know and so i stay in hatfield at the moment so it'd be more obvious that i'd check hatfield mostly and so there's a company that is called better to know that is leading this HIV, STD, SCI testing thing for the youth and for the people. There are clinics all over Johannesburg. I'm going to say Gauteng, but the greater Johannesburg and Pretoria area. And they offer a service called We Come To You, where a nurse can come and visit you at your place of work or somewhere suitable or your home. And they test you there, which I think is cool because it, it means that you don't have to go somewhere. You're somewhere comfortable you know you're in your own space and you get to test and do this very important thing that i think so like the few places in pretoria that are there are hatfield Rissick, pretoria brooklyn pencardia brooklyn mall kronklof sorry i am struggling pronouncing some of these names central pretoria linwood mendlin fairy Glen, montana erasmus Kloof, uh, Hasfontein, let me see, Mamelodi, it's also Mamelodi, Centurion, Centurion Mall, Centurion Lake Mall. Ooh, I've been there, it's nice. Uh, Acacia, Bakenkorp, Irene, Raslow, Social Move as well, Ebony Park, Lachai, Midrand, and the Mall of Africa. So I think that is like a lot very accessible for people around that area. Okay, now I think this is like out of Pretoria now. So in Johannesburg, Santon, Sunning Hill, Ken Morris, Benny Jacobs, Aston Manor, Cavendish, Glen, Fourways, Morningside, Hammanskral, Bryanston, Kempton, Kempton Park, Santon, Alexandra. I'm literally reading off like a list of places you have, but like so I am going to link this so that you guys can get it because like, I feel like it's important to know where you can get it. So they are, they price their things, they price their screenings and they test and it's kind of expensive, you know, it's very pricey, but I think it's worth knowing your, your status is not worth knowing that you're safe you're sexually healthy and all of that and they do like a whole lot of different tests they do hiv chlamydia gonorrhea syphilis hep a and b herpes one and two um mycoplasma oh they do a lot a lot a lot and i feel like these are most of the stds and SCIs that we know about you know i feel like oh they Okay, wait, I feel like 
not a lot of people test for herpes, but at the same time, a lot of people have herpes. And then I recently learned about HPV, the human papillomavirus, virus, that it, it can stay dormant for a long time and you can have it and not have sex with anybody. But like that one person you have sex with, it will literally cause a reaction and then it will just start affecting you and it's just it scares me that this is something that i could have and i don't know and it's just ah like why couldn't it be something that's there like i hate dormant viruses dormant diseases and stuff because it just it means that it could be triggered whenever you know so there's better to know and then your mary stopes which everybody knows which is a brilliant place available all over south africa even we all know about mary um the closest one I know in Pretoria, where I, around where I stay, but that's only because it's the only one I've seen when I went to town, is the one on Johannes, um, I think it's, I'm going to say Johannes Mafeking Street, but it's there, and I've never been inside, because like, I'm afraid of getting, going into Ramari, because I feel like it's just a bit, I don't know, I'm not going to say bougie, but I feel like there's just that judgmental element that... If you go into there, everybody already knows what you're doing from the streets, not inside. So it's just that. And then you have your private and public hospitals. And then because most of these go to a testing a lab, I think Lancet Laboratories also does it independently. And so I am going to write an article listing all of these places, which I think are so important. And honestly, I feel like if you know... If you have any symptoms or you feel like you are developing such symptoms, it's so good to check. Because, you know, guys, these are our bodies that we're trying to take care of. You know, it's your livelihood. It's my livelihood. It's somebody else's life that we could be not messing up, but just making it a bit hard. So it's important to test. I I advocate, it, I advocate for it every six months, every year even. I do HIV testing every six months, but you know, like you test, you have to wait, test in three months, and then, so I test every, I'm going to say every nine months then, you know, given that three months uh, waiting period. I'm going to start STD testing every, I want to push every six months, but then, you know, fees. <laughs> so I'm going to push every year test, but every every three to six months is what I'm pushing for starting from now on. And at the same time, I want to get myself a gynae. So that might push me to do it a lot more than just this time frame that I'm putting on. And I I, I encourage my partner every time to do it because I just feel like it just it puts both of us at ease, you know. And it doesn't have to do with like infidelity or anything, but it's just, you know. I'm writing about sex. I'm pushing for people to test. Do I want to be testing? You know, it's one of those things. You never know where you can get these things. Not all of them are just by using your sex organs orally as well. You know, it's one of those things where you're just like, shit, got it through oral sex. So it's kind of weird. Because, like, if I'm kissing somebody with a cold sore, cold sore, you know, and then go down there, that's it's a fucked up thing. But go test. I must be honest though. The one thing that surprised me with this whole testing thing was 
that I I never had like a proper hospital experience. So the first time I went to the hospital, I went straight to casualty. So I never had to go like sit in line, get a fight and everything. So there are some areas of a hospital that I don't know how to operate. So I had to ask my mother, who is a doctor, who works at that hospital, how it operates. Because I was just like, I want to get the full experience and learn how to do this. Because say I go to a hospital in some other place, I'm going to need to know how to navigate a hospital. And so she had to. She asked me what for. And I was just like, you know what? I've told her I do the sex talk. But how do I tell her that I'm sexually active without telling her? That I'm sexually active. Because if I say that I'm going STD testing, she's going to ask what for. And if I say for the research, she's just going to say, you don't need to test. You can just search online. But if I say that it's for the people so I can know firsthand, she's going to be like, hmm. Because at the same time, she's the one who advocated for my contraceptive. So it's like, I'm in tough quarters. But I was just like, let me be honest. I was just like, nah, I want to go STD testing. So I want to know if, do I go to like a gynae? Do I go to somewhere special, like a woman's clinic or something? And she was just like, oh, hmm. And then she looks at me and she's just like, are you sexually active? And so now I'm holding her phone. So I'm trying to play it off and say, no, no, no. Here's your phone, you know. And she's just like, mm-mm, answer my question. I'm just like, yes, that's so I'm just like, yes, I am. And then we're in an elevator, so the door opens, and then she walks, and she's just like, oh, my God, no. And, you know, she starts laughing and starts laughing, and we leave it there, you know. We leave the conversation there. She doesn't carry on. I don't say anything else because I'm just like, I don't know if, like, <laughs> how's she feeling? So then I ignored it, you know, gave it, like, a good five days, and then I went to Pretoria, I came back. And then I asked her, I was just like, hey, now that I'm back and I'm here at the hospital right now, what do I do? And she looked at me, she's just like, you serious? I was just like, yeah. So she was very, I'm not going to, she was positive about it, you know, she she wanted to help me. She told me exactly what I need to do, where I need to go, who I can talk to. But I was just like, okay, let me do this. Went to the clinic, did everything. And then because I got the pills I got, she was just like, oh, so they tested you. And they gave you pills. Now, of course, like, if I went to STD testing and I get pills, obviously the the verdict must be that I have an infection or a disease. But I was just like, no, it's not for that. But she just, she just like, mmm. And the thing is, I tried to hide them so well. Like, they were in my, my bag. But then I she had to take out the car keys. So I took the, it was two boxes of pills and one bag. So I took out the boxes and I put them in the side of the car where she wouldn't see them until we got to the house and I can take them out and leave. So then when we get to the house and I take them out, she calls me. And so I turn around and face her and then she sees the boxes. And that's when she also, I was just like, shit, that was a stupid ass move. And I put myself in this situation. And then she was just like, oh, okay. And then we got into the house and then she wanted to see them. So she called me back and she asked for the boxes and I gave them to her. And I was just like, yes, sis. You know, there are some things you should talk to your parents about. There's some things you shouldn't. But it's hard when your parent is a doctor. And it's hard when, you know, you've been so reliant and dependent on her that now that you need to do things independently, but you still don't know how, and you have to ask her, it puts you in a situation where it's awkward. But she was very receptive. I, I don't know if she's accepting, 
you know, but like she knows now, she knows that I'm being healthy. She knows that I'm being safe at least. She knows I'm sexually active. <laughs> oh, bitchy, that's something you don't ever want to know about your daughters until like they come home with that first child, you know, if they decide to have children. So it was just, it was good, you know. I didn't feel like she, you know, like when a parent doesn't shout at you for doing something which you think you're doing right, it gives you a sense of, okay, maybe I don't need to hide it or I don't need to be ashamed of it. So I really wasn't ashamed that I've done this. You know, I felt like my mom knows something personal about me, something very personal about me, and she didn't blow my head off and tell me that it's wrong I shouldn't be doing it because this and this and this she just showed me in an educational way that okay fine you are doing this but then remember that you have to do this and this and this and this which is the testing testing being safe um talking to your partners and stuff and I think we all need that type of support you know even if we're not getting it from from a mother mother or father you know from a cousin works from from an your cool aunt or your cool uncle or your friend or your like your older friend who's been so used to this that you know they're just like dude do it do it look out for yourself so that was the upside of this whole thing was that she was open and understanding and she knows that her girl is good of course, STD testing is something I think, you know, you should do alone, you know, with your partner at least once in your sexually active life. Not even at least, you know, at least once every six months, you know, be safe, be sexually healthy, be somebody who's thinking of themselves, whether you're, you're committed, whether you are loyal, whether you're exclusive or not, you know, you never know how these things happen. So, uh, that is literally my t- my my two cents. Go test immediately, but then check out the sex talk blog, where I will post the centers and some more information about STD testing around South Africa and especially for teenage people and for young adults. Talk to your partners. You know it's important that you're transparent. And then check out my socials at Tandu D on Instagram and Twitter and at the Sex Talk Podcast underscore on Instagram and the Sex Talk underscore underscore on Twitter. Thank you guys for joining in. See you guys on the next episode and be safe, my sexies.